So how do you know uh, Laura? Uh, we actually just worked on a film together called The Zan Order. We wrapped it about a week ago. Now, I know you can't say much. I know the directors got you guys on gag order, but uh, what is it about? Like, what little can you tell me? Yeah, I mean, I can tell you it is a found footage thriller horror film. And um, I, my character, I was hired as a tracker to help a mom who lost her daughter um, track down a cult in the middle of the forest. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty intense. I heard the shooting was intense. <laughs> oh, yes. It was definitely some some serious method acting and, and experience. Are you allowed to talk about it? Um, um, yeah, I can talk about like my, my, my preparation, character preparation and stuff like that. Um, we were in the woods for a good four days, 24 hours. And um, we had basically the bare essentials. And uh, it was was probably the most intense and scary and fulfilling experiences I've had as an actor. And yeah, it was definitely uh, an intense, like, we literally went went to the bathroom outdoors like it it got serious method (laughs) nice now do you prefer that acting over just your normal normal style or did it help you get in the character that much more i think i definitely got immersed into the character actually it was hard to even let go of the character even after we were there (laughs) shooting yeah (laughs) but it definitely i i'd say my normal acting, I don't necessarily do method um, just because I don't want to carry the character for, for my own mental sanity. But I do always do a, like a, a, a substantial amount of research into characters if I have to play a certain role. Mm-hmm. But I never have gone like completely method where this film I was kind of forced to go method. Otherwise, it wouldn't have worked. Um, I definitely will take from this experience probably more method into my acting because I did enjoy it. It was definitely fulfilling. Exactly. Now, how long have you been acting? <laughs> uh, my whole life. I, I like when I started basically as a kid, just for fun, like doing skits, writing skits for my, my, my parents and performing them um even though my family was more of an athletic family I always always loved acting and I loved theater so pretty much my whole life I had this passion I love that answer because I can relate 100% like I can't remember a time where I didn't want to entertain people like even when I was a kid worshiping Barney like I would like point to the TV, mommy, I want to play with Barney. You know, I want to be with those kids, not knowing that I was literally saying I want to act even then. You know what I mean? Oh, I hear you totally. 100%. Yeah. What inspires you as an actor? Um, I think a, a good, a good film and good, good acting 
and like a level of of bringing yourself to a role like for instance um any actor that you can you can tell they bring a little piece of themselves into it where it's it, you can see that it's their own quirkiness and they kind of channel their energy with the character's energy so it makes it unique i think that's really inspiring to me mm-hmm. and and actors who admit their challenges and their 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 overcoming of those challenges really really inspires me to like continue because especially in this field i'm sure you know it's it's filled with challenges and sometimes you want to give up and it's those actors who say you know don't give up and who admit their struggles and admit their accomplishments and conquerings of those struggles that really helps me and has inspired me now where were you when you realized, okay, this is something I want to do? I know you've been wanting to do it all your life, but where were you when you were like, okay, I know I could actually, I can't actually do this? Uh, I, I mean, I've always had this passion when I, since I was a kid, it was like one of those things in me that was like, this is what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, So I kind of always had that. I think only recently within the past, I think, you know what, when I turned 30 and I let go of what caring about other people think of me is when I really honed in on my craft and was like, you know what, fuck it. I can do it. Um, in a real, in a realistic sense of the, the words, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Hold on. When did you just say when you turned 30? Oh yeah. But you look so young. I thought you were at least like my age. How old are you? If you don't well, mind. Well, well, let me correct myself because I don't really identify with age. But but if I had an age, it would be twenty five. Okay. Well, you know what? That's that's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but but no, you really look yeah. You gotta give me your skin secrets. Oh, uh, no! I don't wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> Do you drink a lot? Um, I drink a shit ton of water. Lots of water. Yeah, that helps too. <laughs> <laughs> <It does> help. <laughs> yeah. So what type of music are you into? Who's your top three artists of all time? Mm, I love, love all music. Top artists. Damn. I don't think I have. I think it fluctuates. But like Ar- Armin Van Buren is one of my favorite, favorite artists. Um, the EDM world club music I love I've gotten into Dolly Parton since I moved to the south I think she's incredible Mm -hmm. like you can't like you can't not like Dolly Parton Um, trying to think you know what like old school like 90s and sync Britney Spears all that I can always Uh, yeah I was my childhood right there yeah yeah me too. <laughs> I'm a huge pop kid, so Are I can you? relate. Yes, <laughs> give me Britney Spears, NSYNC, yes. Christina Aguilera, Aaron Carter, you know, taking it all yes. the way back. Yes, I forgot about him. Yeah. Him too. Now, um, <laughs> we have something in common. We both worked at Disney World. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where did you work at Disney World? I was a park performer and a tour guide. Okay, nice. Which park? Walt Disney World. Magic Kingdom? Yeah. 
Nice. That's like the main park, most popular park. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I want to nice. I, I want to do it again sometime, but I'm a mama's boy, so you know, <laughs> you know, it was too far from mom, so I did it while it was fun while it lasted, though it was a great experience. What did you do there? I was a lifeguard at uh, Blizzard and Typhoon Lagoon. Nice. Um, what year? Uh, not too long ago. I'd say two thousand. What was it? Two thousand eighteen to nineteen. Was there a little over a year? Nice, nice. Yeah. So it was pretty crazy, pretty intense. What are your top three songs of all time? Top three songs. Oh, that's so tough. <laughs> oh man. All right, I have to go with uh, um, Britney Spears' "Baby One More Time." I can always jam out to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's look. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this interview and then I'm gonna be like, damn, I should have said that. Um, what else is another one? Number two, I'd say I love Armin von Buren, Fine Without You. And you know what? ATB Ecstasy. Nice. Do you sing at all? Uh no. I mean I do sing for fun, yeah. but you don't you don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your voice isn't that bad. Oh, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. What are your top three favorite movies of all time? Top three favorite movies. Um, number one is Revolver mm-hmm. by Guy. Two would probably be uh, Death Becomes Her. Yes. Oh my goodness, that you know, movie. That movie? I love that movie. It's like for me a classic. Yeah. Did you see that post that was flying around Facebook about a remake with Anne Hathaway? And I think it was somebody else at Lady Gaga playing the uh it was Robert uh let's see. It was Robert Downey Jr. playing the uh guy. Um Lady Gaga played the uh lady with the magic potion. And oh it was Anne Hathaway playing the brunette. I forget who played the blonde, but they were thinking about doing a remake. And I was like, this is perfect. Give it to me. Oh, my God. I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. So good. It's like big childhood movie. Oh, uh, yeah. For me. It seems like Khloe Kardashian has been visiting the lady with the potion lately. She looks amazing. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen her recently. She literally has a new face. I'm like, whatever you're doing, hook me up. Give it to me. Like She doesn't even look Damn. like herself. All right. Whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your last one? Um, uh, Let's see. <sighs> Damn, there's so many good, good movies. You know, I'm going to just go with The Matrix. I love that movie. I love Keanu Reeves. I know he gets made fun of all the time, but I love him. (laughs) Yeah, well, to me, Keanu Reeves is, like, he's not a bad actor. Like, he's no, um, he's no Nicolas Cage. But I feel like he acts best when he's not saying anything and he's in the action movie killing people like John Wick. John Wick is like, the perfect typecasting for him, you know? 
Yeah, for sure. He's a great action star. I I mean, I really just and like I can appreciate his humble lifestyle. I think that's what draws me to him, like as an inspirational actor because he's so cool. Yeah. Or, or so they say. So I like to believe that. Yeah. <laughs> now, fun fact: you knew you know a uh, Will Smith was supposed to play Keanu Reeves' uh, part in The Matrix, right? No. Yeah. Really? Okay. So Will Smith did an interview, and he said, "I kick myself in the ass every day because I'm it sure. was he was up for two movies. It was either do Matrix or do Wild Wild West, which wow. flopped horribly. I think he got paid more than the movie made, actually. Damn. Like, and, and it's funny because I love Wild Wild West." But I'm the type of person mm-hmm. that loves a good bad movie every once in a while. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I hear you. For yeah, sure. um, but yeah, it's interesting, and I, I, it's interesting to see if it was an alternate universe if he would have actually took that role. Like what was like because that was uh, his catapult role right there. That's crazy. I think he, Will Smith would have been awesome in Matrix too. Mm-hmm. Like I love in the role, but I think Will Smith would have done awesome like, that's so crazy that would have fit him perfectly too yeah yeah, yeah. But, but, Not but, but you know nobody's psychic so we we, we just right. make the best decisions we can <laughs> but he, he said sure. if he could rewind the time he would definitely be in every Matrix movie he wouldn't even wear a cowboy hat yeah I I, I hear that <laughs> yeah speaking of which who, was your, who are your top three actors of all time and when um, I say actors, actors, I mean including women, of course. Perfect. Um, well, Meryl Streep is my favorite because she hones in on who she is for sure. Uh, Keanu Reeves, and uh, I'm trying to think the third one. Um, you know who I really like? She's kind of new. Her her name is Jodie Comer. She plays. Um, villain, villain Eve. Really, really. What did you say her name was? Uh, Jodie Comer. I think oh. she's from England. And she pay, she plays um Villanelle on Killing Eve. Oh yeah, yeah, she's good. She's very good. She's good. So, she I, she's won an Emmy before. I forget which for which TV show. Probably that one. I think, I think it was. One. It was. It's a really intense show. Her character's super complex, and she's pretty young. She, I think, she's like your age, like twenty five. So it's that to me is very inspiring too, because she hones in on on the character and herself really, really well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Give me two more. Two more. Um, who else is re- do I really like? Um. I like everybody in Stranger Things. Yeah. And, um, yeah, those are my, like, Meryl Streep is my favorite, like, my number one. Oh, well, obviously. Um, it's, then, she's everybody's yeah. number one. Yeah, I can't think of, like, who, like, an actor specifically who I just, like, I, I kind of fall in love with characters, if you know what I mean, like I just love the way certain people play different roles. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
that's why I say like I love I love the cast of Stranger Things. I think all those kids are phenomenal. I couldn't even just pick one. I think they work so well together. Oh yeah, Millie Bobby Brown. And it's funny because I'm a little I'm a little biased, but most of the people that I like as actors are kind of young. Like I love really? Zendaya. Like I love the way oh, yeah. she carries herself. Um, yeah. Joey King, you know, I love her. Um, uh, the chick that plays Cat on uh, Euphoria, I forget her name, but she's a great actress too. You know, there's so mm-hmm. many, uh, Anna Sophia Robb, Anna Taylor Joy, you know, so many young actors that are very talented as well. For sure. They have like a freedom and they're, they're like not afraid. I love it. Yeah. So who's your favorite director? And if you could act for any director, who would it be? And it's okay if they're the same person. Oh man. I love, I love Guy Ritchie's stuff. It's so crazy. Um, Like I love revolver. It's so deep. So I would love to work with him, but I also, I didn't mention, but I, one of my favorite films is Mulholland drive by David Lynch. I think he's a phenomenal director. He's super abstract. I would love to work with him. Um, yeah, those are probably my two. They're super deep. Yeah. What is your religious background? Um, I grew up Jewish and Catholic, but I, I'm, I spirit, I'm a practicing Jew. I, I tend to relate more to the Jewish side mm-hmm. of spirituality and but I do celebrate Christmas. I do celebrate Hanukkah. I celebrate all that for traditional purposes. Yeah, and it's just fun. Like I love Christmas, but I, spiritually speaking, definitely more of the ancient Jewish mysticism is my speed. Yeah, I was uh, Jewish for uh, a month. It was fun. Great food. <laughs> you know. But uh, what is, because I've always wanted to, like, learn more about it. Could you uh, tell me a little bit about it? Yeah. um, Like, there's, the spirituality of it is basically, like, everything is kind of energy, and it's always in motion. And there's no such thing as, like, heaven or hell. It's more in your mind. So... Um, it's basically about just doing good things and being like a selfless person, um, and being like the light. So a lot of giving is, that's a really big thing in, in, in Jewish spiritualism is the, the act of selflessness and like being in a relationship is not about what you can take from it, but what you can give and, and in everything I try and look at like, how can I give and how can I be a benefit and how can I contribute? Amen. Yeah. I wish the whole world like that. I know, right? That'd be pretty, it'd be pretty nice. But yeah, the world was like that. Yeah. And it's funny because I just got off the podcast with my friend uh she worships uh african gods and i was telling her i look at religion like if you want to put me in a box yes uh i'm a christian but i'm a spiritualist first you know and i feel like there's a religion is just like 
uh, ice cream shop. You know, you might be <laughs> getting to the ice cream shop going one way. I might be getting there going another. But at the end of the day, we're all just going to the same ice cream shop. Now, there is a wrong way to get there because there's a wrong way to do everything, you know? Right. But for the most part, we're all just trying to get to the ice cream shop. And uh, one thing I know that's very important is don't be a dick. Like that's in all religions they teach. Uh, doing yeah. to others, you know, always try to put good energy out there. You know, just treat everybody like you want to be treated. And I think that's what it all comes down to. Absolutely. And I love that analogy. Actually, the the Buddhists do say a similar thing. They're like, there's there's so many different paths to the same thing. But I love the ice cream shop analogy. That's super cute. I love it. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> I don't think because with religion, I think we just choose the best and most convenient one for us. I don't think any one religion is wrong. I don't believe any one religion is right like what you said about hell i've heard that analogy before actually um somebody was doing some studies and uh they said that the rapture because uh have you ever read the bible yes uh so you know most of the things in the bible are like <laughs> should be interpreted like Yep. they'll say one thing and you have to read between the lines but basically they've recently discovered that the rapture you know does not exist how people think you know it's not going to be like left behind where you know everybody's got to evaporate and it's just going to be clothes lying everywhere that people were wearing you know people got to yeah. disappear which now that I think about it would be any thrift shop shoppers dream like a, a whole world full of random clothes laying in the streets yeah you know like you could just yeah. have a field day picking them but anyways um yeah they said that the rapture is actually like when you die that's your rapture and it was kind of like on the lines of like you said there is no hell like Right. You could lose your child and you could be in sorrow and then you find her. That's your hell. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. But but I never could pinpoint what how you guys believe in Jesus. Like you guys believe that Jesus was just a cool dude, right? Um, there are some Jewish people that that believe in Jesus and and do worship Jesus. I I personally do believe that he existed and that he was a enlightened guy similar to like Buddha or something like that. But another, another thing is my belief and I don't push that on anyone. I'm just like, that's what resonates for me and that's it. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny because I was looking at this documentary. I want to actually look at it straight i babysit mm-hmm. on the uh on the side and so i was you know trying to make sure kids wasn't killing themselves <laughs> i was uh watching it and they actually confirmed with like modern technology that jesus really did exist but i want to know like to what extent like what 
did they find out about him that he actually did? Was he actually a carpenter or was he just, like you said, a cool dude with a huge following or, you know, did he actually get crucified? Because they recently found a, a like calf bone uh, nailed down to a, a piece of wood that proves crucifixion because for years crucifixion hadn't been confirmed it was only in the bible you know right so, wow that's interesting yeah and like there's so many like there's literally people dedicating their life to like discover fact and fiction from the bible and interpreting it and it's it's amazing like it's one of those things when you watch one video on youtube you'll just get lost you know <laughs> that I totally can relate to. <laughs> you, know, you know, like I was uh, I was doing research on, you know, evolution and, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, it's possible that evolution and the Bible can coexist because they were doing research on the uh, whatever Neanderthals, as you will. And the Neanderthals actually migrated to European mountains. So it is possible that, you know, we were created from dust and we Mm -hmm. evolved from monkeys at the same time. And I thought that was so cool. That's so interesting. Yeah, I definitely, the more I I see it and like, I'm really into like proof and evidence too. Like I see science and spirituality going hand in hand. It is, it is. It's so interesting. Did you see the Bill Nye uh, debate that he did? No. Yeah, he w- he did this debate with a uh, pastor, and he was like, everything in the Bible has been proven through science from the Red Sea splitting into, there was, uh, you know, it was, it, it, I forget what he called it, but it was scientifically proven that that could happen. But there's a science to it happening, like right. the wind was, you know, blowing a certain diameter or something like that. Or the story of Nebuchadnezzar when he turned into a beast, he didn't really turn into a beast. There's actually a disease, and only seven people had it, including him. But it's a disease where hair literally grows all over your body and your nails grow long. I low-key wish I had it because I'm trying to grow dread, so I wish my hair would grow faster. I would save a lot of money on collagen and biotin. (laughs) You know, I could just shave, you know. (laughs) But, um, but, but yeah, like, there's an actual disease, and the pastor's rebuttal to uh, Bill Nye was, I can uh, pop popcorn and I can break down the science of it, but just because, you know, I popped it and I could describe the science didn't mean that there was a man to put it in the, you know, in the, uh, microwave. Cause we all know that the world wasn't made in seven days. That would be impossible. But then you look, well, God, you know, he doesn't really exist in this realm. So does he have a different time frame than we do? Right. You know, or like in the Garden of Eden, like maybe they could talk to animals because the snake just walked up to her and they had a normal conversation. Like, why wasn't she scared? Could they talk to animals back then, you know? Well, so, that yeah. Because <laughs> notice she wasn't scared at all. He was just like, hey, eat this apple and she was like okay Mr. Snake you know? yeah. 
<laughs> Mr. Snake. Definitely. <laughs> so I know a lot of people when it comes to auditions, they hate them. I honestly feel like if you don't like auditioning, you're not doing it right. Because to me, auditions is like my favorite part of the job. But how do you feel about the audition process? You know, I I used to hate it a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit less hateful towards it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I... I I'm not sure about loving it. I don't think I love it. I think I love when I can totally immerse myself into the project because that's where I really have a chance to like be in the, in the character. And that's probably my favorite part of acting, but you know, it's more of a, it's more of like a, a challenge. I look at it as an opportunity to practice my craft now. Um, and then some auditions I just ha- try and have fun with. And um, I've learned to not focus on getting the the role and just focus on enjoying it and looking at it as an opportunity to grow and to learn. But yeah, it's still challenging for me. So. Yeah, I think the thing that helped me is knowing just because I didn't get the role doesn't mean I suck. Right. Because I talked to a director and he said, we're not just casting you, we're casting an ensemble and you could or couldn't get the role for multiple reasons. Maybe you weren't ethnic enough or you were too ethnic or too tall, too short, too fat. Uh, But, you know, they're really casting a whole cast so if you don't fit with that cast like I've known people that didn't get the roles because their voice is too powerful and right. they would have overpowered you know you, you the director is trying to build a balanced cast and execute his vision and you know for years I thought oh I suck but yeah. you know just because you got didn't get it doesn't mean you suck like there's multiple factors that go into it yeah and I think that's super hard for a lot of actors to to remember when they do audition and they don't hold it against themselves and they don't beat themselves up. I know I still like question like, oh, my God, am I doing something wrong or whatever? But I've noticed the more I put myself into whatever it is, the better I feel. And sometimes I get it and sometimes I don't. But a lot of times they are specific. You're right. They're, they know what they're looking for. Or you could like... I heard a casting director say like the director could be thinking you can remind him of like his ex-girlfriend and just for that, he won't cast you. So yeah, yeah, you're right in that. That does help thinking that, but it's still, it's still kind of hard not to be like, Oh shit, I suck. (laughs) Yeah. That was actually from uh, Heather's by the way. Which one? The original uh, Broadway show during the casting process, yeah. the, the, there was a girl up for the uh, debut lead mm-hmm. and he didn't cast her because he reminded her of his ex. Oh, wow. See, exactly. It happens. That's so cool. Yeah. And you don't even think about that. You Like a lot of times you're just like, what did I do wrong? 
Mm-hmm. And I noticed a lot of people say this. I'm sure your acting teacher has told you. Uh, I asked my friend because she's a casting director. I asked her, what do you guys look for in the audition process? And she said, we look for ease, aura, the vibe that you bring to the room. Right. You know, she, she said she would rather have somebody that messed up their whole monologue, but was a fun, joyous, warm person than somebody that did the monologue perfectly, but was nervous, cold, right. didn't really right. bring anything into the room. Like one of my friends told me, she said, the key to auditioning is trying to win over the room and not win over the audition. Yeah, absolutely. I totally hear that. And it's it's definitely, that has definitely speaks volumes. Yeah, you just got to remember you're performing, you know, Mm -hmm. you're doing what you love, you know. Brian Craston said he likes to look at it as a birthday party and his audition is his gift. You know, if I give you a birthday present, I'm not going to care what you do with it because it's yours, you know, just give it to you. If you can use it, great. If not, move on to the next party. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. That's that's actually really inspiring. Mm hmm. So if you could give any advice to anybody that's trying to do what you do, what would it be? Uh, probably the biggest thing is believe in yourself and, and, and trust in, in yourself and your instincts and your, your heart, be who you are, trust in the process and don't let anybody tell you, you can't, or you're not good enough, honestly, because that'll, that'll bring you down and that'll hold you back for so long. Mm-hmm. Now, what was your most embarrassing moment of your career? Most embarrassing moment. Um, I don't know if I've had it exactly an embarrassing moment, but I think I think being unprepared for when I was living in LA for a long time before I moved to Orlando, and I I would go in to audition rooms really 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 nervous and I definitely made a fool of myself I didn't know what to do and I would freeze literally freeze and I would perform monotone I think that's probably one of the most embarrassing things in in my my career so far I mean that I, I, I did have to, you know, do number two in the woods for my past film. That was pretty embarrassing, too. <laughs> but, you know, other than that. Wow. So when you said method, you mean I, like you actually <laughs> was her. OK, like oh, yeah. you were literally in the real woods, you know. Yep. Me and it's funny because me and uh, Laura, we, we, we I don't want to say too much because she just hit right. me up. She said, Jonathan. No, my manager says we can't say YZ, so I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say anything, but she, she told me it was, it was pretty intense. It was pretty intense. Yeah. But, you know, still fun. It's, but, it's but, fun but, to be humiliated. Yeah. But you know what? I would love to do some Stanley Kubrick type shit like that. Oh, Yeah. 
like yes keep me up for 48 hours put drop me in the wilderness like i would love that you know yeah. and it's funny because me and my friend we uh kind of go back and forth because he like he hates method acting you know he's like i don't see the point in it why can't you just turn it off and turn it on you know right. and and uh i was telling him that uh i would love to do something like that and he was like, but that's horrible at that point. Why don't they just get regular people to make it real instead of actors? And I was like, well, because they kind of, the actors are there to like be the vessel to guide the thing. You know what I mean? I don't think a regular person, you drop a regular person in the woods, they're going to freak out. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. And acting is so, like actors bring that craft and that art to it. I don't think you can just put like a regular person. You're right. It's it's like I I totally believe method is like you can bring an actor into method and and you kind of are channeling that like you said a vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. No, I mean there has been uh, directors that will take like uh, like with the uh, Christian films or like some directors yeah. they'll just pick you up off the street. And, uh, you know, but those directors are very, very good and have a lot of time on their head. It's <laughs> not easy, you know. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. What is your greatest theater moment that you've had so far? I'm pretty sure there'll be many more down the lines when you win your Emmy and, your, <laughs> you know, your Oscar. But what would be one of your greatest theater moments so far? Um, so far, I definitely would say I always revert back to this because it was one of those experiences as an actor, you can say like, that's why I act and that like it's you're so in it and you're so fulfilled. And it was really in college. I, I went to two different colleges and I studied theater. I went to College of Idaho and I went to Suffolk University. But at College of Idaho, I got cast as Meg in Crimes of the Heart. And that is hold on I, I that's like one of my favorite shows but i haven't done it since i was in college uh meg is the spoiled one right yeah she's like the rebellious one yeah and, i, I uh, just want to let you know i am meg so if if you ever wonder i wonder what Meg. i wonder who is this i'm meg and it's funny because like we were in my class yeah. We used it as like an acting ex exercise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my class was like amazed at how good I could play a woman. <laughs> and I That's was like, awesome. well, because we kind of have the same mindset. You know, we're both, you know, I hate to admit, but we're both kind of immature. We both love attention, right. you know. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. But can, sorry to interrupt you. Continue. You are, you are good. No worries. But yeah, I love, I felt like I was Meg too. Like that was just a fun role. Like I, I smoked cigarettes on stage. I ate like a whole fucking box of chocolate. Like I was, I was pretty method in that too. Um, I loved it. I think yeah. actually looking back, the, the most fulfilling roles, I had slight method technique without even realizing it. Wow. That's I'm, awesome. I'm not like I've studied Meisner. I've studied I studied at Anthony Mindel studio, the groundlings, improv and stuff. So I kind of ha I have like a 
a mosh posh of like techniques that I that I use to in my acting. It's not just one specific, but yeah, that Crimes of the Heart is such a good show, and it was so fun. It was just so fun. It is. It is. Uh, our scene that we did in uh, for the exercise, we did the scene where her ex shows up Mm -hmm. and they're having that you know interchange and you know because that scene is such a game scene you know Mm -hmm. like my theater teacher would tell us that each character is playing a different game and you just gotta see who wins and you you would think well of course this guy's gonna win because you know it's only written one way but it's surprising because there would be a girl and a guy that would go up there and the girl would win. And then he would pick somebody else and the guy would win. You know what I mean? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Biloxi. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Oh, Biloxi. Yep. That's right. I drove through there and I'm like, I have to see this town. Like when I drove from California to to florida i stopped there i'm like oh it reminds me of crimes of the heart right yeah (laughs) and um you remember the scene where they're like having an argument where they like uh, are are about to fight with each other i feel like that's every scene like she's always trying to start shit (laughs) well like well like there's this scene if i'm not if i'm not mistaken i think because we did a lot of different scenes and it's been so long but there was this one scene where um it was like a fight or fuck scene where it was really like they were really at each other and it was me and this uh other guy playing the scene and we got really close and the teacher was like cut cut (laughs) and i was like well i wasn't gonna kiss the dude you know that's so awesome (laughs) we had like the whole class just like erupted and I was like, gosh, man, I wasn't going to kiss him for real. <laughs> you know? hey, Definitely. You're... Yeah. And it's, but, but it's interesting to see how, like, because I feel like each actor could bring a new thing to a character. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen um, most uh, versions of the uh, Hamilton show, and each person, they put a brand new spin on it. Yeah, it's so interesting how people see see it differently and what they bring to the table. Yeah. Well, do you have any questions for me? Um, what is your most favorite acting moment? Because you do you're mainly an actor, or do you direct and stuff too? I, I wish. I wish. I'm mainly an actor and a writer. Uh, but acting is my true passion. Okay, so this took place in college too. Uh, I was in a musical theater um, workshop. The first half of the class, they taught you how to do, you know, auditions for Broadway callbacks, you know, stuff like that. The second half was the callbacks where we had a show, a mock audition for a show each week. And at the end, whichever, like, the director would pick the auditions that he thought we did the best and compile them to a compilation show called The Thingy. And he called it The Thingy because he was too lazy to name it. So he's like, all right, it's just called The Thingy. And and so, like, uh, the way the black box is made... um, 
it's kind of like a coliseum like the stage is lower than the uh audience the bleachers are on like a platform and they surround you so you have one to the left one to the side and one in front and at the end we all like walked into the black box for our bow final bow and i do not like i could not describe this moment uh, it was very magical. I only get this moment when I'm on stage, but it was just something magical about being surrounded by people clapping for me, you know, supporting me, you know. Like, I kind of felt like um, Hercules, till I find my <laughs> heroes welcome, you know. <laughs> you know, like, it was awesome. And, you know, I only get that feeling when I perform, you know, or yeah. when I'm like creating something and see it finally you know finally happening absolutely that's amazing yeah thank you that sounds great yeah well thank you for giving me your time i know we've been talking for an almost an hour you know time is important so thank you for setting out time in your day and such short notice too yeah. like you hit me up today <laughs> and we got it done today <laughs> yeah I appreciate you reaching out and having me on your show. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, where can we, uh, do you have any movies that are out currently? I actually have, um, I, my most recent project that is almost finished is called Spill Paint. Uh, it's a TV series and the first episode is going to be released very soon. And we're currently raising money to finish the series so that we can, distribute it possibly on some streaming platform like hulu or netflix or something so that'll be out um you you can follow me on my instagram justine renee fla or justine renee on facebook and i constantly am posting all my new information but that pilot episode is going to be out super soon probably in, within the next couple weeks nice and when yeah. will when, when will this film come out because I cannot wait to see it the, like <laughs> the one with that I filmed with Laura yeah that should I mean I think she's aiming for a a release date of Halloween of 2022 wait 2021 next year so mm -hmm. Halloween next year. that is what I don't know if that's official but that's I think what she wants to aim for again uh, I'm just <laughs> oh man, I gotta wait that long. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it'll be. I'm sure it'll be worth the wait. I know you acted your asses off in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Definitely. Me too. Well, thank you so much, Justine, yeah. and have a wonderful rest of your day. You do the same. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye now.